Welcome to the WVS Podcast, brought to you by WeddingVideographySchool.com, your online resource for building a wedding videography business from start to finish. And now, here's your host, Michael Lee Ring. Hey guys, Michael here with WeddingVideographySchool.com. Hope you guys are having a great day. Um, this is usually the part of the show where I say, I'm also having a great day. Uh, but I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not having a great day. I, uh, I just got off the phone with GoDaddy. Um, for those of you who don't know what GoDaddy is, it's a domain and hosting service company. Um, and I just had a really <laughs> difficult conversation with the guys over there. And uh, I'm going to start out by telling you a quick story, and then I'll dive into kind of a rant episode. Uh, if you guys are in the mood for a rant, uh, then keep listening. Uh, if you're not in the mood for a rant, then go ahead and, and skip to the next episode when it becomes available. Okay, so I told you guys a story a while back about a wedding that I did where I lost um, some clips. I lost um, toasts, right? I lost video of the toasts portion of the wedding. Um, I think it was like a, a dad, the father of the bride got up to speak, maid of honor, best man, and maybe another person. Um, and I recorded it all. And then somehow I lost the video portion of those, those speeches, those toasts. I had the audio um, because I recorded the audio separate, um, but I didn't have the video. And I remember having to tell my clients, hey, I don't, I don't have this. I lost these clips. And I remember, man, I had to like, I had to, I remember having to drink like two glasses of wine before I called my clients because I was just like so upset and so on edge. Um, and I'm not saying, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I'm not advocating for for uh, using al- alcohol as like a method to calm yourself down, but <clears throat> but I did that day because I was just so upset. And you know, looking back, like was it that big of a deal? Probably not. You know, I mean, it sucked, but like it's not like I lost the audio. I still was able to use the audio and the video, and it was it still turned out to be great. And the couple loved like everything I did for them. So looking back, it wasn't that big of a deal, but, and, you know, I don't want to, I kind of pride myself on not bragging a whole lot about things, but I do have to say, if there's one thing that I really like about myself, it's that I value honesty, integrity, and you know, we don't do it anymore. Now you have to sign a contract for every business transaction. But when I grew up, it was kind of like, if you said, if you said you were going to do something, you did it right. Uh, your word was your bond. If you shook somebody's hand, it meant, Hey, this is going to (laughs) happen. Right. It made it official to shake somebody's hand and say, thank you very much for your business. I won't let you down, right? And I have always prided myself on being that type of person who 
can show up to a business without a contract. Uh, I don't recommend it. <laughs> I know some of you guys are out there like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You have to have a contract. And I, listen, I do. I have a contract for all my weddings, absolutely. But <clears throat> sometimes I do some projects where I don't use a contract. Um, and a lot of those are with people that I haven't worked with before. Um, because I think, and this is just me, I'm not encouraging you guys to do this. But I think one of the most powerful things you can do as a person is say, I'm going to shoot this video for you. Here's what it's going to have in it. Here's when we're going to do it. Here's how long the video is going to be. Uh, and here's kind of my idea of what it's going to look like, right? And then I don't send them a contract to sign. I just show up on the day that I'm supposed to show up. I shoot the video. I make the video, I deliver the video, and I get paid. And it's what, when it works, and you know it hasn't always worked. I've been, I have been burned a couple times, but when it works, it is one of the most powerful ways to retain new clients, right? Especially for non-wedding projects. With weddings, I mean, you really, you really only work with that person once. So I don't really kind of view this as a really effective way to go about shooting weddings. I think you should have a contract for weddings. Um, but for some other smaller projects that I've done on the side, this has worked really well. And there's something about working with someone who, there's something incredible about working with someone who does what they say they're going to do. All right. <sighs> And so I've really, you know, I think back on, you know, having to tell this client, hey, I lost your stuff and I'm really sorry. And I know you, I said you could trust me. I know I said I've been doing this for seven years and I've never lost anything. But today I lost some stuff and I'm really embarrassed and I'm really sorry. And that was a really difficult conversation for me. But the client was very understanding. And I'll never forget that. And this person who I kind of didn't, you know, in the beginning, my first impression of this person was that they were kind of arrogant. They kind of seemed, you know, like they'd grown up with a lot of money and they kind of just seemed like, they're just used to getting everything they want and maybe they're just not like that cool, right? And that was kind of my impression of my client, which I know sounds kind of bad, but it, it just was. And then I screw up and I have to apologize to this person and I'm just expecting the worst. I'm like, they're going to hate me. They're going to leave a bad review about me. They're going to like be so upset. Um, and I'll never forget, uh, the, in, in this case, I was talking to the groom and he said, Hey man, it's all right. I, uh, obviously I'm disappointed, but I understand that sometimes this kind of stuff happens. And, you know, and he told me that it had happened to him once that he was responsible for, you know, making, um, making, this video for like a class or something. And, you know, everybody was counting on him to come through with some stuff and he just like totally screwed up. And so, um, <laughs> I, 
you know, I was so grateful to him for being compassionate towards me and showing me um, really some grace. Um, and it really changed my opinion of him going forward from this guy who was kind of a douchebag. And what did I know, right? I mean, I'd only really met the guy once or twice. Um, you know, and I just kind of, that was just kind of my impression. He didn't do or say anything that really made me think that, I guess. But, um, you know, that's just kind of how I felt about him. And then going forward, I mean, he actually recommended me to like three other people and like, uh, it didn't work out, but he actually wanted me to, uh, he wanted to hire me to shoot his friend's wedding. Like he was actually going to pay for me to shoot his friend's wedding, which I was like, man, that's like super generous. <laughs> Maybe you are a rich bastard. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know a lot of people who are like going to spend thousands of dollars on their friend, uh, who's getting married. I, you know, it's just, you know, it changed my opinion about him, but the point is, you know, I screwed up. I said I was going to do something. I didn't follow through all the way, not because I didn't want to, but just because, you know, mistakes happen and I made a big mistake. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, um, I got off the phone with him. He didn't ask for anything. He didn't ask for a refund. He didn't ask for anything. Like he didn't ask me to like do anything at all. And I was shocked. I was like, certainly you must want something from me. Um, and at the, at the time I was so upset that had they said, will you refund us? I would have been like, I'll refund you the full amount, man. Even though, I mean, that doesn't make sense. Cause I did everything else. I still made an awesome highlight video for them. I still did the full ceremony edit and I still had all the other raw footage minus like this 20 minute section of video for the day. And he didn't ask me for anything. So I went ahead and prorated the footage that I lost and sent him a refund for that amount because I knew it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing for me to do. The right thing for me to do was to call him and tell him what happened and take responsibility. And the other th right thing for me to do was to give him that partial refund for the footage that I lost. And, um, I remember he, he got the check and he, he sent me a message or whatever and said, you know, thank you that you didn't have to do that, but you know, we, we do appreciate it. Um, and so that kind of taught me going forward, like shit happens. You're going to fuck something up someday, especially when it comes to weddings. I mean, it's so easy. Cause like basically Anything you do wrong with a wedding, it's like <laughs> when you have a regular job and you screw something up, it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, like I screwed this thing up, but it doesn't really matter that much. But when your job is weddings and you screw something up, it's really emotional for people. You know, it's an emotional experience for people and any mistake that you make is it's just magnified, right, by the fact that it's such a momentous and emotional occasion for your clients. So what does this have to do with GoDaddy? <laughs> oh, well, like I was saying, 
if you say you're going to do something, you got to follow through. And if you can't follow through, you got to make it right. That's just business 101. That's being a good person 101. And we just don't have a lot of that in society uh, anymore. I mean, listen, we live in an age where people, you know, you, you listen, I have good friends. Some of my closest friends are like, Hey, uh, you want to hang out on Saturday or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, let's hang out on Saturday. And then I call them up on Saturday. I'm like, Hey man, are you ready to hang out? And they're like, uh, no, I can't. Cause whatever, insert whatever reason here, right? They can't do it because, you know, something else, something else more important came up, right? And it's never really more important. It's just, you know, something better came along. Like, oh, actually, uh, we got tickets to this concert that we didn't think we'd be get going to, you know? And that'll happen like week after week. And you start to think, man, that person always says they're going to do something and then they don't do it. And I just think that kind of stuff is the most obnoxious stuff, right? Aziz Ansari, the comedian, um, he does this. Oh, yeah, I forget which uh, which comedy special it was, but he did like a Netflix special, I think. And uh, he talks about this a little bit where people are always just kind of like in this constant state of limbo, you know. And it's not like I've never done it. I, I don't do it that much, but you know, somebody will ask you, Hey man, you want to go do this thing? And you're like, let me look at my calendar. And you know, you don't have anything on your calendar for that day, but you also know that, Hey, something better might come along. So instead of saying, Hey, you know what, man, I don't have anything on my calendar, but something might better might come along. So I'll get back to you. (laughs) Like we do this thing where we're like, yeah, man, that sounds great. Uh, I'll call you. And then you don't call them, right? You don't, you don't get in touch with them. And then that thing that you were going to do never really materializes because we're always waiting for something better to come along. So as we move towards that kind of society, people who do what they say they're going to do are becoming more and more rare. So back to GoDaddy. Um, WeddingVideographySchool.com is offline. The website has been unfortunately deleted and lost. Um, and I was hosting the website through GoDaddy and, you know, I have a couple other domains and websites and hosting services through them as well. And about a week ago, um was the last time that I saw the website up and running correctly. And then it was just yesterday I logged in so that I could do some behind the scenes maintenance on the site and get everything updated so that it keeps running smoothly. And if you guys haven't been to the site, there's a bunch, there were, you know, a good, there was a handful of really good articles about um, topics that I get asked about a lot um, with some really good information Um, you could buy my book on there, um, and you could buy, um, uh, a contract very similar to the contract that I use. Uh, and just, you know, there were a couple free downloads over a period of time and some good resources on there. And it took me a while to build the site. I spent about, 
um, a week at one point last winter actually building out the site um, just like literally eight hours a day for a week just building the site and then um, a few more weeks just writing articles and putting content up and doing all that stuff and so so on one hand I'm pretty upset that all of that hard work is gone um, but I I was willing to take some personal responsibility uh, in this matter, um, which has absolutely nothing to do with my complaint with GoDaddy. Um, basically what happened is I had a hosting package. Basically when you run a website, there's two main components. You have your domain name, which is, you know, weddingvideographyschool.com and you have the hosting package. The hosting package is where the website lives and is built, right? It's basically the foundation of the website. And if you do not renew your hosting service, the website gets wiped out. It's basically like uh, a hurricane destroying Puerto Rico or something like that, you know, just to keep current events in the mix here. Uh, Puerto Rico has been destroyed by a hurricane and basically my website was destroyed by me not renewing the hosting plan. However, um, I want to kind of warn you guys about a couple things regarding GoDaddy. The first is how they display the hosting information, which is what caused me to lose this site in the first place. Um, And the second thing that I want to address is their customer service. So the way GoDaddy does it is when you log into your account, It'll show the domains you have and the hosting packages that you have. Sounds simple enough, right? Well, I had an older hosting package that I used to host my other website, filmsaboutlove.com, back in the day when my website looked totally different. And um, I had an issue with Films About Love uh, a couple years ago where I installed a plugin on the website and it totally destroyed the website. Like it just wreaked total havoc on the website. Um, And it was so bad that I wasn't able to access the website. So I got rid of the website. Um, At the time I had started considering, you know, wedding building up wedding videography school.com and doing all this stuff. I don't, I hadn't even launched the podcast or anything. Um, I hadn't um, done anything with it. Um, but I did buy the domain and the hosting package for it because I knew it was something I wanted to build out. Um, so I attached the domain to that hosting plan that I had for my old website. However, the primary domain that was attached to that hosting plan was not weddingvideographyschool.com. It was this other domain name. So GoDaddy does not display all the domain names that are connected with a hosting package. You have to call them for them to tell you what those are, which, I mean, in today's world is so incredibly silly. I mean, there's just no reason for it. Um, it's just insane, really. It, 
it doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't just display all the domains. It's not harder for them to do it. They just choose not to. So I got an expiration notice regarding this old hosting package that I had. And for whatever reason, I thought that I had built my weddingvideographyschool.com website on my newer hosting package that I host Films About Love on currently. And that was not the case. It was still attached to the old one that I let expire. So it expired about a month ago. And um, I went to weddingvideographyschool.com yesterday and the site was missing. (laughs) And I thought, well, that's weird. Why would it be missing? Um, So I immediately went to my GoDaddy account and saw, you know, that this, it basically coincided with this hosting package expiring and being deleted from my account. So I quickly call up GoDaddy and say, hey, Um, there was a domain attached to this hosting package, I think. And they said, yeah, that's right. And I said, okay, well, why can't I see the domain that's attached to it? And they say, oh, we don't display those. We only display the one primary domain. (laughs) And I'm like, why? And they're like, oh, they didn't really have an answer for me. That's just the way we do it. And I'm like, okay, well, that's crazy because people don't know that, you know, their website's are going to basically expire and then be deleted. Like they have no way of knowing unless they call you. Like I would have to call them and be like, Hey, this thing that's expiring. I just want to make sure that it's the thing that's expiring, which now doesn't seem like a crazy idea. But at the time it just seemed like a waste of time because I already knew what was expiring or felt or thought that I knew what was expiring because it seemed pretty clear. Um, So anyway, they're like, no, (laughs) <laughs> we don't display that and uh your website is we've removed the hosting and everything so your website's gone and i said okay they're like we can restore it for you and i was like oh good thank god <laughs> like i i put a ton of time and a ton of effort into this site uh they're like we can restore it for 150 dollars <laughs> and i'm like oh god all right Because, you know, I'm getting into the winter time where things are going to slow down. I don't have um, a ton of money rolling in right at the minute. Um, You know, I've put a lot of money away for the winter time, but it's not money that I really want to spend on other things. So, you know, I'm like, oh, God, I got to spend $150 to get my website back. So I'm like, okay, so if I give you the $150, what happens? And they say the website goes back to the way it was the day before it was deleted. And I said, okay, great. So everything's going to be back and working. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. They're like, but you're going to have to buy this new hosting plan to put the website on since this other one expired. And I'm like, okay, well, how much is that? And they're like 70. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. So they charge me 70 for the hosting. And then the guy, his name is Michael. I don't, um, I wish I had his last name. I wish I had his phone number. I wish I had all his information. I'd just give it to you guys and put it out there on the internet. Uh, (laughs) But I don't. He said, okay, great. So I'll transfer you over to the hosting people and they'll, uh, or the restore people, and they'll charge you the 150 for the restore. And I said, okay. So I get on the phone with the next guy and he says, 
I say, you know, hey, just so I'm clear, like when you guys do the restore, like what's the process? Like what happens and what can I expect as an end result? And he says, he says the same thing as the first guy, which is you're going to get the website back. It'll be up and running and it'll be just like it was before uh, we deleted the hosting package or the hosting package expired or whatever. And I said, okay. I just wanted to make sure before, you know, I spent $150 on something. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I wake up this morning to an email that says, GoDaddy. Uh, and so I open it up and it says, we were unable, we regret to inform you that we were unable. Um, basically, <laughs> let me, let me pull it up. They said, we regret to inform you that we were only able to restore the database data. We apologize for any inconvenience this may cause. Um, basically, they so basically it does me no good, absolutely no good. It didn't do it didn't restore my website the way they said it would. Um, it it did nothing for me essentially. Um, so I call them up. And I say, okay, I realize that you guys weren't able to do what you said you were going to do. So I just want um, a refund for this. You know, the, I wanted the hosting package that I bought refunded. Um, and I wanted the restore fee refunded. And they said, oh, we can't restore, we can't refund the restore fee. Uh, and I said, why not? And they said, well, because we, there was already, we already did the work. And I was like, I was like, yeah, but I mean, you guys said you were going to restore the website and you didn't restore the website. He's like, no, but we, we were able to recover some, like a database or something. And I was like, yeah, I, I get that, but you didn't, you didn't restore the website. I mean, it's called a restore fee. Like that's what you guys call it. He's like, yeah, but we weren't able to. And I said, oh, okay. So I would like that refunded then. You weren't able to do it. So I get it. Things happen. You deleted this. I'm, first of all, I'm already pissed that they deleted it in the first place because, again, they don't make it particularly clear within the customer portal of which websites are associated with which hosting plans, which is insane to me. Uh, but anyway, again, I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to absorb some personal responsibility here, right? For the whole thing, because at the end of the day, I let this thing expire on my watch and it's, I really can't blame anybody else, even though I really want to blame GoDaddy for not having the domains listed. So I'm sitting here and I'm explaining to the guy, I'm like, listen, I get it. Like this is my fault, but I'm losing I lost like a ton of work in this website because I didn't know that you guys were going to delete it. I didn't even know this was expiring. Like I knew this, like I didn't know that this particular website was going to be affected. I'm like, so I've already lost like a ton of time, a ton of effort. Like, and I was told that you guys were going to restore it but you didn't restore it. He's like, yeah, but we did the work. And like, he kept coming back to me with like, yeah, but we did the work. And I'm like, yeah, but 
I get that, but it's irrelevant because (laughs) I talked to two of your employees. And when I said, what does the restore do? They said it restores the website to the same condition it was in before the hosting expired. That's what they said they were going to do by charging me the 150. And the guy said, "Uh, yeah, but that's not what happened. And we can't refund you because we already did the work. I was like, you did the work. That's not what you said you were going to do. Like, I get what you're saying, but what you're saying is just totally irrelevant now because your, your employees didn't, they didn't disclose to me that it was a possibility that they might not be able to recover everything. Like that was never mentioned. Uh, it was never disclosed. Like, and I told the guy, I was like, I'm feeling a bit misled because I was told that this is what it was going to do. And that's not what happened. Right. So am I insane? I mean, you guys write me an email if you think I'm insane. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you, but I would love to hear if you guys think I'm insane for this. I get that they did some work, but if I said, listen, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to paint you a beautiful mural on your bedroom wall, right? Of my face. Because <laughs> I'm sure uh, I'm sure a bunch of people would like that. Right? And I say, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make it look so good. That 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 painting, that mural on your wall is gonna be so cool, right? And I come over and I paint like the ugliest thing that you've ever seen. And it's not even, it's not even of my face. It like, I paint, I paint a picture of like a giraffe (laughs) and you're like, Hey man, uh, uh, we got a problem. And I say, what's that? And you say, well, you know, you came, you said you were going to come over and paint a beautiful mural of your face on my bedroom wall, but you you didn't, you came over and you painted like this really like sad looking, um, child's child's version of what a giraffe might look like. Right. You, and then you say, I, you know, thanks, but like, I, I want my money back. Um, and you're not even that upset that you like, that I destroyed your wall. Right. Because it's not like your wall is clean and it's the way it was before. No, now it's all messed up, right? Kind of like my website. My website's been deleted and it's gone and it's no longer there. I'm not, you're not asking me to like rebuild you a new website or repaint a, like, I'm, you're not asking me for anything other than to refund you for what I said I was going to do, but then didn't do, right? So that was the situation that I was in. And I'm explaining this to this guy. I'm like, listen, man, you said you were going to do this. You didn't do it. So I want a refund. It's as simple as that. He says, oh, we can't give you a refund. It's not our, it's our, our, uh, we can't do it. I was like, okay, I know that's bullshit because I own a business. And guess what? I can give a refund to anybody I want at any time for any reason that I want. It's total bullshit. Anytime that an airline or a GoDaddy or an AT&T or whoever, like whoever tells you that they can't do something, they're always lying. Listen, I missed a credit card payment um, a few months back, which is very rare for me. Like it was actually the first time in three years that it happened um, with 
I had gotten an American Express card three years ago, and this was the first time I ever missed a payment. And I don't know how I missed it. I guess I just, you know, I just got busy. That's all I can think of. It's not that I didn't have the money. It's not that I didn't want to make the payment. I typically pay my card off like two or three times a month just to keep everything current all the time. And I don't like having big balances on my card. Like I don't like logging into my account and seeing that I owe like $2,500, $3,000 or something. Like ah, I just don't like it. <clears throat> you know, I like to keep that around like a hundred bucks or something. So I always log in and pay, you know, multiple times a month. But for some reason, I just, you know, I was busy. It was like the busiest month that I had in terms of weddings. So I called them up. They said, oh, we can't refund you the fee. Oh, we can't refund you the fee. Oh, we can't refund you the fee. And eventually I said, listen, I spent like $30,000 on this other card that I have through you guys. I put $30,000 worth of transactions on that card and you guys get a percent, you know, it's like 0.2 or it's like 2.9% of each transaction or whatever. I'm like, you guys get a percentage of that and you're trying to charge me this $27 fee. I was like, I could just switch to a different credit card and then you would miss out on so much more money. And they're like, We've gone ahead and removed that fee for you, sir. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Oh, hey, I appreciate it. And I didn't give them shit for like taking forever to remove the fee. I didn't give them shit for lying to me in the first place by saying, oh, we can't remove the fee. Like they just removed the fee eventually. And I said, oh, okay, thanks. Cause I'm not unreasonable. Like that's what I wanted. And I finally got what I wanted. So I'm not going to like, you know, make a big deal about the fact that they, lied to me at first and said, Oh, there's no way we could possibly remove that fee. <laughs> like they can always remove the fee people. They can always remove the fee and GoDaddy could have removed the fee. Long story short, I was on the phone with them for like a half hour having this ridiculous back and forth argument. And you know what? I think the employee knew that I was right. This guy didn't have anything to do with what happened the day before. He didn't have anything to do with the restore. He didn't have anything to do with the other two employees who told me one thing and it turned out not to be true. He had nothing to do with that. So on one hand, I've like feel bad for the guy because he has to keep going back to his supervisor and his supervisor's like, no, you can't do it. No, you can't do it. No, like this guy, the, he, this guy just wants to give me a refund and get off the phone. Like he wants to not have this conversation anymore. So basically it ends with, I get $70 back, which it's kind of funny. Cause they're like, Oh, we can't, we can't refund you anything. We can't refund you anything. That was what they said for the first 15 minutes. And then the second 15 minutes was then saying, we can refund you $70 of the 150. We can respond to you $70 of the 150 like over and over and over and I'm like still trying to like plead my case of like hey, do you not understand why what you're doing is totally outrageous? Like I wouldn't have paid for the restore if you had told me that hey, there's a probability or a chance that we won't be able to actually restore the website. Then I would have been like, "Oh, fuck it, I'm moving on." And I would have just started rebuilding the website. <laughs> like but that's not what they said. And so I'm, I'm trying to have this insane discussion. And of course they don't like, it's all about their boss and their boss is like, no, no, no. And it's just so 
it's just so stupid. So basically I got $70 back. I'm out 80 or whatever it is. Um, and I'm just so pissed off about it. And so really the takeaways for this episode are a don't use GoDaddy because they don't give a shit about their customers and they don't have common sense, which says like, first of all, they lied to me twice. They lied to me when they said, we're going to restore the website. This is what's going to happen if you give us $150, right? That's not what happened. And they still kept 80 of my $150. The second thing that they lied about was, we can't, we can't refund any of your money. We can't refund any of your money. We can't refund any of your money. We can refund you $70. <laughs> like, okay, you said you couldn't refund me anything, uh, but then all of a sudden you could, right? And they could have refunded me the full 150. They just didn't want to. And I told the guy that. I was like, you can refund me. I know you can. I know how this works. Like, this isn't my, it's like, I wasn't born yesterday. I know exactly how this works. I've done this. I've negotiated fees back through a bunch of different companies for various things. You know, I don't have to do it all the time, thank God. But every once in a while, it's like, they don't follow through with something and you know, you got to get your money back. I know how this works. Oh, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do that. And then all of a sudden for no reason, Oh, I guess we can kind of do that. It's like, okay. So customer, customer service at GoDaddy is terrible. Um, I'm thinking I'll probably switch to like HostGator or Bluehost or something like that. If you guys know of a good hosting company, um, that doesn't screw people over, just go ahead and, uh, email that to me and that'd be, that'd be great. I'm looking for recommendations, uh, little, little crowdsourcing here. Um, and the other thing is, you know, probably the biggest takeaway is not that GoDaddy sucks, even though I think they do. <clears throat> the biggest takeaway is that when it comes to running your business, you got to think in terms of the customer, right? Um, and the customer isn't always right. You know, uh, the guy that makes Ferraris, I can't remember his name. <laughs> the dude behind Ferrari basically was quoted as saying, the customer isn't always right. And one of the things that make for, makes Ferraris one of the most sought after vehicles and car manufacturers in the world is that they understand that the customer is not always right. They've had customers say, hey, you know what? You should design the car this way. You should make it look like this. And you know what? Sometimes people just have terrible ideas, you know? Like sometimes customers want me to change something about their wedding video and it sucks. I'm like, that change is, that change blows. Like, I don't want to make that change. It's going to look like crap or it's going to make the video seem stupid or like it's going to be cheesy. You know, there's people, your, your customers are not always right. But when it comes to your customer service, you really do have to do your absolute best because what happens when you don't do your absolute best to make your customers happy? It leaves a bad taste in their mouth and that taste does not go away. It's like, uh, this wedding I went to a couple weeks ago where, um, the, there were two, there were two entrees available to everybody. One was a vegan entree, which, you know, not a lot. It's still like the minority of entrees, right? 
are vegan. Most people want the surf and turf or whatever it is. And there was a meat dish, right? So people could choose between the meat dish or the vegan meal. Of course, most people chose the meat dish because, you know, who doesn't like a good steak or whatever it was. And I'm telling you, I ate some of this and it was so salty. Like, like one time I went to Chipotle (laughs) and there was like a huge clump of salt in the rice that I got and it was just like so salty and I was like oh god I I couldn't eat Chipotle like for like two weeks and shout out to Chipotle I love Chipotle I think Chipotle is actually one of those restaurants that has really good customer service um (laughs) despite some of the the food poisoning issues that have happened over the last couple years but um overall I've had really good customer service from them so uh, shout out to Chipotle, but this one time, I mean, it was just so salty. And this wedding meal reminded me of that, except that it was the entire dish and it wasn't just my dish. It was everybody else's else's dish who had ordered that meal. Like everybody was affected by it and it was so salty. I mean, it was just like, you really like, I think I probably ate like two or three bites of it total. And after that, I was like, I'm going to get sick if I keep eating this. That's how just insanely salty it tasted. And I don't know if it was salt or if it was how they prepped it or what, but it was just so, so bad. Um, and well, I can't even remember why I... Oh, yeah. So, listen, that it's it's like that. If you... Don't, if you don't meet the expectations of your clients, that's okay. Like sometimes you're not going to meet their expectations, but you have to do what you can to make it right. Otherwise it leaves a really bad taste in their mouth. Just like that really salty steak that I had. And people remember that. And they'll remember it forever and they'll tell other people about it. That's what I'm doing right right now. I just had some of the worst customer service I've ever experienced. And they didn't care. I said, I said, I'm gonna I said, go ahead and refund me the $70. I'm gonna go ahead and transfer all my services away from you guys to a different company. And the guy said, Okay. Like I could tell he was just relieved. He was like, Okay, good. Like he wanted off the phone so bad and it's so terrible. It's just the worst. And so now I'm telling everybody about it. And what happens when somebody comes to you and says, Hey, you know, you know, this thing happened. We kind of want this, blah, blah, blah. Like, listen, I get it. Sometimes the customer is not always right, but you got to, in every situation, make every effort to make them happy. And I'll be honest, I keep a, um, I keep basically an escrow account for my business and a portion of all the deposits I take in goes into that account. So now if somebody were to come to me and say, Hey, Michael, we're really disappointed in you. You know, we don't like our video. We don't, you know, even if they're totally wrong and incompetent and I think they're just totally stupid and the video is awesome 
if they were to say, Michael, we're really unhappy and we want a refund, I would be able to say to them, okay. <laughs> I would be able to say to them, okay, because I have money set aside for that, right? Whether they're wrong or not, I would be able to refund them. And, you know, in exchange, I would ask that they don't, you know, I would, might even make them sign something. Um, but I would ask that they don't leave any negative reviews or anything of me in exchange for a refund. Um, but, you know, you got to do what you can to keep clients happy. So that's the takeaway. I hope you guys are having a better day than me. Uh, I'm going to be working on getting uh, WeddingVideographySchool.com back up and running. It's going to take a little bit of time. Um, thankfully I'm coming to the end of the really busy part of my season. So over the next couple of months, I'll be able to work on the site and try to get everything back to at least where it was before and hopefully better. Um, you know, I'll still be doing the podcast and that's at least for right now, that's going to be the main, um, that's going to be my main thing is, is just focusing on the podcast, but I am going to get the, the website back up and running as quickly as possible. So uh, sorry for the inconvenience to you guys. Um, those of you who have not had a chance to check out the website yet, I apologize. And for those of you who have and maybe want to refer back to an article or, or something like that, um, I apologize that you will not be able to do that, at least for the time being. So uh, until next time, uh, have a great day, great week, finish out the season strong, and we'll catch you next time.